Waiting and praying. Let's talk about it on today's edition of Renew Network Podcast. Good morning, my friends, and thank you so much for taking time out of your day to study with us. Today, we're moving on in Acts chapter 1. We're going to be looking at verses 12 through 14. One of the things to understand about chapter 1 is that it all builds up uh, to the Pentecost experience uh, as accounted for in Acts chapter 2. And Jesus himself, before ascending to the Father, reminded his followers that Uh, The promise of God, the promised Holy Spirit was coming, and they were to stay in Jerusalem and wait until that moment. And um, so we still find them waiting, and uh, that's where verses 12 through 14 have us today. Before we get into the text, uh, let's take some time in the Father's presence. Heavenly Father, we love you today. We come into your presence, Lord God, and we just want to rest at your feet for a moment. We are ready once again, Lord, to study your word and to hear what you have to say to us. Um, Send your spirit to teach and instruct and deepen our understanding as we read your word today. We don't want to miss a thing, Lord. And so guide us through your word. Um, We pray this time would be productive uh, in your spirit and um, that we would uh, receive all the benefits that you have for us uh, as we study your word today. We love you, Lord, and we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, here's Acts chapter 1, verses 12 through 14. Then they returned to Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is near Jerusalem, a Sabbath day's journey away. And when they had entered, they went up to the upper room where they were staying. Peter and John and James and Andrew, Philip and Thomas, Bartholomew and Matthew, James the son of Alphaeus and Simon the zealot, and Judas the son of James. All these, with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer, together with the women and Mary the mother of Jesus and his brothers. So Luke paints the picture of this little band of followers Uh, the remaining um, faithful, close followers of Jesus. And they were in Jerusalem, and Jesus has just ascended back to the Father, and now they're waiting, uh, following his instructions, for the coming of the promise. Uh, And we know the promise is the Holy Spirit, as revealed in Acts chapter 2 at the day of Pentecost. And so Luke here tells us they return to Jerusalem, they go back to the upper room, and they're all gathered there, all of the disciples, all of the apostles, and they're also gathered with um, some of the women who were close followers of Jesus, they're not named, and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and his brothers. Uh, So it's quite a group gathered there in the upper room. I suspect it was probably a sizable space. Um, and the activity to which they had committed themselves while they're gathered there is revealed to us at the first part of verse 14. All these, with one accord, were devoting themselves to prayer. Now, um, there are some interesting things in this verse to unpack. So they were gathered as a group, 
And with one accord, with one spirit, with one mind, with one purpose, they were devoting themselves to prayer. Jesus told them to stay in Jerusalem until uh, the promise of God came. And um, so they were required to stay put. And what do you do when you're waiting? (laughs) Well, Christians pray. Uh, Believers pray. And I think there's uh, some strong um, content here for us to consider. Excuse me. There are lots of moments in our lives, uh, lots of moments in our journey of faith where God's message to us is wait. And um, not now, not yet, wait. Um, Wait for the coming of God's promise in your life. Wait uh, until um, God moves. Wait until you have a sense of what you're to do. There's lots of times in our journey of faith where we are called to wait. And waiting is not always easy, and some of us are not wired well for the waiting. (laughs) We get impatient. Uh, We want action. Um, Waiting seems like wasted time. Um, Let's do something. Let's move. Let's, Let's do something with purpose. And waiting can be very hard. The way to wait with purpose is to wait in a spirit of prayer. And that is precisely what the disciples and these women and Jesus' family are doing as they're gathered in the upper room. They're waiting for the coming promise of God in a spirit and in an attitude of prayer uh, with one mind, one purpose, one, um, uh, one accord, as Luke says here. They were together in this. They didn't know what else to do. And so they adopt an attitude of prayer. Um, And so the the preparation for the coming of the promise uh, was this collective spirit of prayer. I can't think of a better way to position ourselves for God to move uh, than to wait in a spirit of prayer until God moves. We don't want to get out ahead of God. We don't want to we don't want to push. We don't want to um, think that we see what God is doing and and pursue that when God really has not moved or has not given us instructions. And so while we're waiting, we wait in a season of prayer. And I think that's great advice for us. Are you presently in a season of waiting? Are you waiting for God to act, waiting for God to move, waiting for God to speak, waiting for directions, waiting for some clear sense of purpose. Are you in a season of waiting? If you are, I would encourage you to wait like the disciples waited here. Wait in a season of prayer. Journal. Talk to God. Um, Wait on Him to speak through His Word, through another believer, through a sense of direction He lays on your heart through prayer. But wait in a season, an attitude, and a spirit of prayer see what God does. Waiting can be hard, but waiting can be very purposeful if we adopt uh, the attitude of the disciples uh, from this passage and we wait with a spirit of prayer. All right, my friends, God bless you today, and I thank you for taking time to study, and I pray that you will uh, continue to um, 
Reflect on these words today as God speaks to your heart. God bless.